All right, I am back with Ron Pippen, the host of Realtor versus Lender podcast. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good, I'm doing well. How about you, Jennifer? Good. He is also the branch manager of the Pippin team at Cardinal Financial, and he lends in all 50 states. That's pretty unusual to be able to lend in all 50 states, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it is, but... Um, That's awesome. Hey, I won't get long details, but yeah, I, but it, it is. I, I have the ability to do that. <laughs> nice. So, Ron, last time we were talking about um, how to drive consistent business, and... Now, today I wanted to talk about how, now that we've driven consistent business, it kind of feels like, you know, we're overwhelmed. Like there's so many time, there's so many hours in the day, we're filling all our customers fill all those hours, we never have any time, but we want to do more. So like, now what? I mean, I know there's a lot of things to do, but like, what are like your top tips for that? You know, there, there are several things. Um, one of them is is that uh, um, I, I don't know where to start because there's actually things to do. I think I, yeah. Start, go ahead. I start my day. I start my day, and first I look at my calendar so that I know what things I have calendared in. Yeah. Every day I have certain activities that I do, and and they vary on different days. So, um, like on Tuesday, I'm I'm calling. All of my all of my agents and all of my um, my my buyers, borrowers. Uh-huh. In the borrowers that are in process, so that they get a status. So they they get a personal call from me every week, and they know that they're going to get that. And so, and That's I nice. I set aside time to do that. Are you I, when you're calling your agents? Are you uh-huh. using that as lead generation time, and your borrowers like asking for referrals and things like absolutely. that? Absolutely. So that, so in, in all reality, the, my, that time to give a status update is actually a time for me to ask for referrals. Yeah. My number one goal, the goal to them is, oh, I'm getting a status update. But at the end of that call, I'm also asking for referrals. Right. My goal, but, but there's not too many people that are going to go, Hey, I don't want to get, I don't want you to call me every week to get a status update. No. They're always happy to talk to me. And, and if we're doing a great job, um, I'll get referrals. I don't get them all the time. But how but does I, it sound? Like, what do you say? Absolutely. At, at the, uh, is that, what do I say at yeah. the end? What you said? Oh, just like, hey, who, so who do you know that is, you know, it can be, it can be, who do you know that is, um, that is buying or selling right now? Who do you? And in your church group, who do you know in, in, uh, you know, we, we belong to a, a little league group or, a, or, you know, who do you know in this group that is buying or selling right now? Right. It's like, who do you know? Yeah. And, who do you know that? Yeah. And I think like if people feel a little bit uncomfortable with asking for referrals and we actually did a podcast on this, like when is the best time to ask for a referral? And honestly, it's like every time. Like you do every time. Yeah. But like, if you feel uncomfortable, you could literally say like, who do you know that we can help? We've, we've so enjoyed working with you. Or if you have like a buy, if you have a listing, let's say in whatever neighborhood, be like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, we have this new listing in X, Y, Z neighborhood. Who do you know that's looking to move into this neighborhood? Or we have a buyer that's looking to be in this neighborhood. Do you know what I mean? Like you can do Mm -hmm. like either make a general kind of, and then, the general is who do you know that we can help 
Then the second one is kind of like exactly what you said. It's like a general and specific mix of like, who do you know on our little league team that's been talking about buying a house like that I can help. And then there's even the more specific one of like, who do you know that for this like specific property or this specific buyer or something like that. Yep. So we, we actually set um, with, with buyers, we set that expectation right up front because nice. if, you wait, if you wait to ask for referrals until the transaction is over, Silly. is over. Yep. You miss the opportunity for, and I'm going to give you an example. So when you go to buy a new car and you're looking at, I don't know, there's a blazer that just drove by. I'm looking at a big window. <laughs> uh, so you're going, you're going to go drive, you're going to go look for a new blazer. Yeah. You notice, oh, look, there's one on the road. Oh, look, there's one on the road. So all of a sudden you notice this car. Right. When you're buying a house, it's just like, oh, you're buying a house. Oh, I am too. Oh, oh right. you're buying Oh, I am too. All right. of a sudden, or you're thinking about it, you know, all of a sudden you notice those things. Mm-hmm. Wait till somebody's bought the car. It's over. Hey, it, the game is over. Yep. We set that expectation up front. It's just like, hey, so if my team is going to do a good job, can we count on you to send us somebody that you know that, that maybe you notice is going to, um, um, that, that you notice is, is maybe going to be buying or refinancing? We say right. because, you know, you're in yeah, lending. Yeah, that's fine. You're refinancing. And, and we ask them, can, you, can I count on you? And they'll say, oh, yeah, if you're doing a great job, why would I not? And so we hold them to that. Right, and exactly. During, now we the, come during that process, we're saying, so who do you know? Right. And, and it's and like you're fulfilling what you said. I mean, we I kind know. of went off on a tangent. I mean, the topic is about Sorry. that's no, it's, it's, I mean, it is still like increasing your efficiencies, right? So, like, the, the question yes. is, how do I manage and leverage my time? And one great way to do that is, when you are making your update calls, because we make update calls to our clients, if you mm-hmm. want to leverage your time more, that's a great time to also lead generate. Yes. Yeah. So like. Yes. yes. So, but you, you were saying to, to leverage your time is you have to set aside a time and yes. it has to be sacred time. Yeah. So when you are, when you are um, by doing the, the, the updates or you have, your, your lead generation calls mm-hmm. or, uh, you, you know, you're, you're calling your, your past clients and sphere of influence. That has to be your sacred time. It's like right. your phone, you tell your team, if you have a team, it's just like, I'm, I'm making phone calls. You're not going to get hold of me. Right. So being that can, unless there's something that's like, Hey, we have a file that's blowing up. And if we don't solve this, like right now in the next 10 minutes, we're screwed. It's, it's mm. You know, I, it's just like, really, can you not, can you not wait an hour? Is there something that's so important that I can't wait an hour? And most of the time there's not. Yeah. Rarely is there yeah. that can't wait an hour or whatever that time is. Right. Well, so and you bring up a good point. Because you're going to, you're going to be bombarded with so many different yes interruptions that if you don't set it aside, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. And I think I would even take it like a step further. Like, yes, I agree setting the time aside and kind of, you know, putting your bumpers in there that it's like, nobody like bothers me during these times. But I would even say when you're figuring out when to do things, like start with your most important priority, which for both of us is actually lead generation. So however you lead generate, like do that first. And if you're, 
if you're making calls, then doing it in like 50 minute intervals. So you have a 10 minute break. And I forget what principle it's per Pareto. Per, do you know what that's called? Yeah, Pareto principle. Pareto. Pareto okay. Well, the Pareto. Yeah. The, is it's that what it's called? Oh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That sounds right. I can't. It sounds something like that. So it's like your brain will actually, what I find is like, so I always end up, of course, having to go to the bathroom or I'm thirsty at like 45 minutes. Well, if I didn't know that I would, if I didn't have it in my mind that my minimum standard was to go from like, you know, eight to 850 at 845, I would just like wander off. But now it's like, okay, I have five more minutes. Like it can wait. I can wait five more minutes and let me get in a few more calls and of course, those are the ones that set appointments, you know, <laughs> it could be like, yeah. So I think like doing that, doing your most important thing first too, when you are calendaring and there's rarely any time, there's really no time that things can't wait. They can wait for an hour yeah. or 50 minutes even. Yeah. There's no problem that can't, that can't wait an hour. Usually. No, usually. Yeah. Usually. Um, so, so they just know So that's, so just, some people call it time blocking, some people, you, whatever, but I think it's a really important concept to just yeah. say. I agree. I think the other thing is, is that a lot of people, at least for agents, and I'm sure this happens with loan officers too. It's like, we think that our customers and our people only want to work with us. So we try to do everything, but like, that's impossible. You cannot grow and leverage your time or your business if you're doing every single aspect. What's been your experience with that, Ron? Yeah, totally. I, you, I, I, I think of a restaurant. When you go into a restaurant, you have a host that sit, that's there and they help you get to your seat and then you go, go sit down and you have yeah. somebody that comes over and brings you your water and then your waitress comes over and takes your order. They bring it back to the cook who cooks it and then sometimes it's somebody right. that comes and brings you your food and then there's somebody that comes and cleans up after you. Everybody has a different different. And why is that? You know, because, because you can't do everything. Right. If, if you wanted to do, if they had one person doing it all, you'd have an hour long wait for and two people in the restaurant. You just can't help that many people when you do it yourself. No. You well, and I think we had talked before too. And um, some of the other things that we did was it's like, you're not even good at all of it. No, right. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so I have a team behind me and, and where are they? I don't see them. No, <laughs> I went. Yeah, you you don't actually. My whole team works remote. Nice. Uh, and so we we have an office, but I'm like the only one that ever comes in. So there's there's some more offices behind the door, and you know. So there's anyway. Um, but nobody comes in because we all work remote. And we started doing that probably two or three years ago before COVID. And so when uh -huh. COVID, it was just like not a big deal. It was deal. easy, right? Yeah, it was really easy, but but we have like a processor and, and I have a couple of loan officer assistants and I have a loan, um, a loan pipeline manager. And mm -hmm. I, have, um, I have somebody that helps with order outs, like ordering appraisals and ordering, ordering all that kind of stuff. And I have different people that do different things because can I do all that? I can. I mean, you can. Yeah. But I'm going to be limited to doing, to helping a couple, two or three loans a month, maybe. And, and you won't be happy. You won't like it. I hate, I am so grateful for my processor and for my loan officer assistance. I am so grateful for them because they're doing stuff that I hate. They love it. 
like doing it. And they, you know what? I don't know if you've heard of the disc profile, but we just yeah. all of our people. And we know what personality type they are because we don't want everybody like me. Um, no. They don't, because we don't want, because I'm like going out, and I, well, we talked about this earlier. It's like, I'm a squirrel. It's like, right. for the place. And, um, what is your disc? An ID? Yeah, I am. <laughs> what I am. <laughs> That's exactly what I am. So I like going out and talking to people. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I keep the, the business going forward, but I am not a detail oriented person. Right. You want me processing your loan? It's, we are not going to have a 30 day time frame. You're getting audited too. <laughs> oh, totally getting audited because I am not going to be detail oriented. So I'm grateful for those people that are the way they are. Yeah. They are good at what they do. And so when you surround yourself with people that are really good at what they do and mm -hmm. they, their, and their sphere of what yeah. they're at, man, I tell you, you can grow. And so, and I know that that's a little bit different for, and so for agents, you're going to have transaction coordinators. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're going to have different people on your team. I mean, the transaction coordinator is like the most important person because that's oh, like man. a per file. You don't have to take on additional liability of like an employee or anything like that. They're what they charge for their work and the amount of time that it would take us like you as the agent to do it. It's just it's a no brainer. Like every single person after they they need to hear from me for like a year to hire one. And when they finally do, they're like, this is the best. It's like, no yeah. shit, no kidding, man. You know, like, <laughs> why wouldn't you do that? What I did was I wrote down, um, I wrote down all the things that I didn't like to do. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to hire all those things out. <laughs> I did the same thing. I went through and I went through our entire process. Yeah. And I, and I picked out the things that, th there's three things things that I, I like to do, the things I'm good at, the things that generate money. Oh, because that's a great. They're not all the same. Yeah. And so wherever those things intersect, that's what I do. Nice. So I do it. I'm good at, and it generates me money. So I'm going water skiing later today. It's not going to generate me any money for me. And it so, might. You can ask for referrals. Yeah, <laughs> I might. I am. I might. I am going out with a realtor. So you don't know. There you go. So. So yeah, now now I now I'm um, see now I now I'm squirrel. see now the squirrel kicks in. It's just like, I know. But so if they are <laughs> in those three circles, you do it, and then everything else gets hired out. I assume. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's exactly what happens. Is is I have a team that takes on all that other stuff. Yeah. And it just works so well. Well, and to your point, like they're better at it. Like, even though you can do it, you're probably slow at it. You're probably, I, that's what I found. It's like, I probably, I mean, honestly, I've never, no, wait, I inputted a listing one time and it probably took me all day. I was like, this is terrible. I'm not doing it. I can't do this. Like, so it's like, I'm not even good at it and I hate it. And like, I got it all wrong. And then we got in trouble, of course, you know, like mm -hmm. it's so dramatic. So think about one thing that you have to think about is if you, what is your hourly income? Correct. And, and you wouldn't you, know that if you, unless you tracked, you got to track it. So you, <laughs> you know, so if you're making, I don't know, you're making averages like at least 200,000, whatever your yeah. income is, you just figure out what that hourly income. And, and it's usually like three or four or $500 per hour. And that's if you're at usually, like 100. 
Like, and that's a low. Yeah, usually. So even if it's $100 an hour, would you pay somebody $100 an hour to input a listing? I you mean, that's no to that. That's not what it caught, right? No. That you better say no to that. So why are you inputting that listing? Right. So if you would not pay somebody that kind of money to do that. Stop it. Do it exactly. That's mm -hmm. it. Stop it. Stop it and hand that off to somebody else. Yeah. And Go do what you're good at that generates income and that you like to do. And you, which is usually for people like us, it's usually lead generation and out, out showing homes and out whatever it is that you're doing that you're good at. Go do that. It's like sales activities and it's, it's yes. basically not administrative activities. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and chatting about it. It is interesting to see like how we know lenders and realtors, it's kind of like we're the same, but we're different, you know, but there's, there's a lot of similarities. So it, it, um, they it really are. We cross over so much more than people think, but it's a battle. No, <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be. You know, it's really funny. Your event, yours is toe to toe and mine's lender versus agent, but we're really, it's 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 you think it's like a battle but we're really collaborating it's really yeah. what it is it's but true right <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> well thanks a lot ron uh, we'll talk soon okay talk bye bye